Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Why do some podcasts succeed and others not? I've been thinking about this a heck of a lot recently, especially in the context of being a business owner. You know, there are some very specific similarities between being a business owner and, of course, being a podcaster. Let's talk about that today here on the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, CEO and co-founder here at Rebel Base Media, where we make podcast technology, including Captivate.fm, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host, and where we provide fantastic podcast education, including our podcast launch accelerator. It's the fantastic course that I've personally developed to help you to launch your show, grow your audience, and cover your hosting costs in just 28 days. You can get that completely for free at podcastsuccessacademy.com. Also, before we get to the content, a quick shout out to the team at Aweber who make my life easier by letting me send you quality, engaging emails and automate a heck of a lot of that process to make things just a little bit easier. And of course, very importantly, as we're going to talk about today, measurable, all right? If you're not email marketing for your podcast, honestly, you are missing a trick. Look at any podcast that you know and admire, any of the kind of big guns in podcasting, they've all got an email list. Why don't you. All right. Please go and check it out now. You can actually do it for free. You don't even need a credit card at markasquith.com slash Aweber. What separates your podcast from the podcasting megastars who make it look so easy to grow and profit from their show? Why do some companies or podcasts succeed where others don't? Like I said, it's something that I've been giving some thought to. It's something that I've kind of looked back on my experience with. As a CEO, as a founder, as a, as a person that's built several companies, you know, not just in podcasting, I've been involved in many companies. I've built agencies, designed digital agencies. I've scaled those. I've scaled them up and I've scaled them down. And I've built podcasting companies. I've built podcast websites. We've built Captivate. We've built Podcast Success Academy. We're just on the path to building productivity and all under this rebel-based media banner. So I've got some experience in knowing how to build something. And a few years ago, I read this book by uh, by someone, by an author called Gary Keller. It's called The One Thing, and it remains actually one of my favorite personal development books. And although it appears on the surface to begin to kind of tell you to focus on one thing and never, ever deviate from it, what it actually tells you is to focus on one thing until such time as it's succeeding before even considering looking at anything else. And now that's a very important note 
Because so many podcasters start something, they start the podcast, and then they want to, just like we talked about on one of the previous episodes, they start to think, well, I should be doing YouTube, I should be doing Facebook Lives, I should be doing something else. And they don't focus on the podcast beyond launch. Okay, so that's very, very important to understand that you know, you've got to focus on that one thing until it succeeds. And until you're really good at it, until you've got processes down, okay? And fast forward up to, to late last year, late 2020, I was driving into the podcast studio in Sheffield. I live about an hour away from the studio in the office where we have Rebel Base Media. And I was listening to an episode of Jordan, Jordan Harbinger, Captivate advisor and good friend. I was listening to an episode of his show where he spoke to Dr. Anders Ericsson about deliberate practice and the kind of fabled 10,000 hour rule. And as I begin to ponder a little bit more. I mean, it was the back end of 2020, so I'm kind of pondering, you know, what does 2021 look like for Rebel Based Media, for Captivate, for podcast websites, for every product that we've got in our product suite? And I began to make a connection between deliberate action, business, and podcasting. Because as a business, whether we're make, making Captivate, whether we're making podcast websites, Podcast Success Academy, we only do the things for those businesses that we can test and that we can define as having worked or not worked, aka things that have moved the needle, okay? And we apply that logic. We only do the things that move the needle. We apply that logic to conferences. We should only attend the ones where we get benefit and none of the others, even though it's really nice to attend them and we love attending them and it's loads of fun. We get to travel and see people and have a great time. We only attend the ones that actually move the needle. The same with features, For Captivate, we only develop features that help you, the podcaster, help us commercially, or in most cases, do both. And of course, we apply that to content. We only apply useful content. We only do that if it's going to help you and if it's going to help us. And we apply it to paid advertising and so on and so forth. So you get the picture. We only do the things that move the needle. In short... We don't do anything that has no impact, all right? And it got me thinking about this concept of purposeful podcasting because podcasters seem to find this part really hard and I completely understand why, okay? So purposefulness, in my view, is doing the things that matter and not being shy about not doing the things that don't move the needle, all right? It's about doing things deliberately. And I know why podcasters find this difficult, because when we launch a podcast, we're told that consistency is key to growing above all else. And I get that. I value that. And I understand that. However, that infers that we can't change. And it instills a fear in us of change. It instills a fear of iterating. It instills a fear of testing anything new regarding your show format or your release schedule, whatever that might be. And many of the people that tell you that consistency is key are often telling you that they've been podcasting for 15 years, 20 years, 10 years. It's all fantastic. It's all admirable stuff. But I think we should be looking elsewhere. That's, I'm not saying that that's not an admirable thing. And they've, you know, I'm sure they've achieved great things. But what I'm more interested in is those podcasters who haven't been podcasting for 10 years, those who have been podcasting for far less time, but have got 10x the downloads and 10x the revenue or 10x whatever they deem to be success. They've got 10x of it in far less time than those that have been podcasting for 15 years. Surely that's the thing that we should be looking at. And 
As you look into this more, what you find is that the difference is these podcasters that have been doing it for far less time but have got great, great results, either surpassing or at least equaling those of those that have been doing it 15 years plus, what are they doing differently? Well, they're being purposeful. They're doing the things that matter. And in particular, they're not afraid to change things up, to test things, to tweak things, to iterate, to fail fast, to test something and write it off if it doesn't work, to make sure that every little piece of their podcast and their podcast marketing has been tested and optimized as well as it can be at this point in time. And these people don't take pride in churning out content in the name of consistency. If they realize that producing two two episodes per week is Kind of nice because it gives me the ability to pat myself on the back and say, look at me, I'm consistent and I produce twice a week. Regardless, I will always produce twice a week. It's my badge of honor. Regardless of doing that, if it doesn't work, they're not afraid of changing that schedule up. In fact, they take more pride in putting out quality content that hits hard and then marketing that content using methods that they continually test and refine. It's all about growth, okay? Every episode, every week, every month, these successful podcasters measure that growth little by little. 10 extra downloads per day over the course of a year add up, all right? So what can we learn from this? Well, as a CEO of a, of a startup, you know, I've got to make decisions that are tough every single week. I've got to say yes to things that are risky, and I've got to say no to things that feel good, but that have no actual impact in the business. I've got to be purposeful in what I do, what our team does, where we invest our money, and more importantly, where we invest our time. But the thing is, most podcasters do this as a hobby, right? Right. You know, it's not the it's not the forty hour per week thing, and that means that you can't spend forty hours per week on your podcast. But it does mean that if you've got five hours per week to spend on it, you need to be making the biggest impact for your show possible. You need the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to impact for your show. Okay, so if you've only got five hours per week to spend on your podcast, if you spend five hours per week per year producing two episodes every single week and adding some cursory social shares every time you produce an episode, calling that your marketing and finished. I don't think much will happen for you in that year. Five hours per week, two episodes per week, a little bit of social media, and you do that for a year. Sure, you're going to get some content that's going to be good. You're going to feel really good about it because you can say you've produced so many great episodes. But when you look back on the year that you've just spent doing that, Will you be happy with the growth that you've seen? Or will you look back and think, you know what, I could have done a little bit better there. Contrast that with maybe 30 minutes planning an episode per week, 30 minutes recording a 30-minute episode, and 60 minutes editing, creating a high-quality episode in just two hours per week, and then three hours per week on focused, purposeful marketing work that you can test, refine, and of course, by creating content that hits really hard, what do you think the difference would be over the course of a year? I think it would be meaningful. I think it would be meaningful difference. I think you would see a great change. First up, no listener is going to be annoyed at you for quote unquote only producing one podcast episode per week. They're just simply not going to be annoyed at you. They don't care as long as it's good content and they enjoy it. They do not care how often it comes out as long as you communicate that to them. You can't just disappear You have to communicate it to them. Don't believe me? Look at Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I've spoke to Dan. 
I've, I've spoken on stage with Dan over at Harvard, and I know that he would rather put quality content out and create a, just a fantastic piece of content than rigorously stick to a weekly schedule. It doesn't suit him, okay? And his listeners don't mind. So what if you applied that logic to only producing once per month or once every two weeks or two seasons of six episodes per year? What would happen if, rather than your badge of honour being consistency in the same old, you approached your podcast with purpose, targets and activity that moved the actual needle? What if you became consistently purposeful with your podcast and said no to the things that keep you in the pack and stop you from rising above? What if? Until next time. Thanks for listening. Go and check out this podcast launch accelerator that we've got. It's fantastic. It will help you to launch your podcast, grow your audience and monetize to cover your hosting costs in just 28 days. You can do that at podcastsuccessacademy.com. Until next time, keep on captivating. Adios.